tuning in to our podcast, Salt and Light, where we'll cover foundational principles for being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Enjoy this episode with ears to hear and hearts that listen. So let's go check the facts with your host, also known as my dad, Casey Harrison. Welcome back to another episode of Salt and Light Assembly. This is a part of the 513 Project, where we correct genetically altered Christianity and we replace it with a firm foundation for a relationship with Christ, empowering disciples to disciple. So far through this series, we've been going through the book of Matthew. We've been able to see the incredible characteristics of Christ through the genealogy of Jesus, or the origin story of Jesus. This week, we're landing on Matthew chapter 1, verse 8. So let's read that together. Asa begot Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat begot Jerem, and Jerem begot Uzziah. Before we go any further, I just got to say a couple things. God is a genius, and the way he works everything out is so incredible. It shows his power. It shows that he's all-knowing. It shows he's incredibly awesome. Why do I say that? Because I just read this verse, and this weekend that this podcast is released is Easter weekend. Hey, Casey, what does Easter weekend have to do with anything? Check it out. Let's go through our observations. In this scripture, there are four names mentioned. Asa, Jehoshaphat, Jerem, and Uzziah. Now, I'll be honest. I really don't know much about any of these characters of the Bible. Since I don't know much about their story, I started looking into their names. You know how I love to do that. And in Hebrew, the name Asa means the cure. We learned about that last week. The name Jehoshaphat means whom Jehovah judged. Interesting. The name Jerem means exalted him. Okay. And the name Uzziah means through his strength. Can you see the genius of God yet? We're in Easter weekend. This is the weekend we celebrate what? We celebrate Jesus dying on the cross, taking all the judgment and wrath of God in our place. Then, rising up from the grave to prove that he could conquer death, hell, and the grave. And here in Matthew 1.8, God is reminding us in the origin story of Jesus that he had a plan. He had a plan to allow his son to be crucified. He had a plan in place generations before Isaiah ever prophesied about it. Then, God's so incredible that he worked through this ministry and provided this message to remind us on Easter weekend, that he had that plan. Now I'm going to give you full transparency here. I had no clue what this message was going to be this week. This was not pre-planned. I don't have recordings set up to be released every week on Friday, months in advance. That's not the way that I work, at least not yet. I share with you guys what God reveals to me in the same week. Yes, it would be smart for me to go ahead and have a couple of messages saved up and backed up and ready to go, just in case something happens in my life. But that's not what I have in this current season. So this blew my mind when I realized that this was Easter weekend, that this message is going to be going out. Because what God says in Matthew 1.8 is about what his son did for mankind. Some of you still might not understand, and that's okay. I'm going to take this time to explain a little bit more. First off, God has ultimate authority and ultimate power, period. We talked about that in detail back in the Foundation series. Nothing and no one is greater than he is. Nothing and no one is stronger or smarter than he is. 
Second point, Jesus is God. He's a part of the Holy Trinity. Three separate persons, three separate roles, same being. You can go back and read John 1, 1 through 4. And we've also talked about that in previous episodes as well. Along with Jesus being God, Jesus lived on this earth in a human form. About 25 generations after Asa. You see, Asa lived somewhere in the vicinity of 950 BC. That's almost 150 years, give or take, before Isaiah ever came on the scene. Why is that important? Because Isaiah is the one prophet who prophesied about the birth of Jesus through a virgin woman. Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And of course, Emmanuel here in the Hebrew means God, the one true God, Jehovah. This isn't the only prophecy that Isaiah gave about Jesus. Because Isaiah 53 gives the prophecy of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. The very same crucifixion event that we see here in Matthew 1.8. Put the names together. Check it out. Over 150 years before Isaiah 7.14 and Isaiah 53, around 950 years before Jesus would even be born, and around 983 years before Jesus would ever be crucified, God said through the origin story of Jesus Christ, Asa, Jehoshaphat, Jerem, Uzziah, the cure whom Jehovah judged, exalted him through his strength. It's amazing because we know from the Gospels, Jesus laid down his life willingly, allowing death to take him. John 10, 18, no one takes it from me, but I lay it down myself. I have the power to lay it down and I have the power to take it again. This command I have received from my father. Jesus was willing and allowed his father, his father God, to judge him for all sin, past, present, and future. So the father's wrath, his perfect judgment, would not touch you. See, mankind was examined and found lacking. But Jesus Christ was examined and found holy, set apart above all the others, a sinless, perfect blood sacrifice who took upon himself all sin on the cross. And not that God needed a reason, and for that very reason of Jesus taking on all sin and becoming the perfect sacrifice, God the Father exalted Jesus by raising him up from the dead. John 10, 17, Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. Acts 2, 31-33, He foresees this spoke concerning the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that his soul was not left in Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God has raised up, of which we are all witnesses, therefore being exalted to the right hand of the Father. The action of the resurrection of Jesus Christ gives further proof to his power and strength over death, hell, and the grave over hell by pulling Jesus out of hell, a place that no one can escape. Power over death by giving back the physical body of Jesus Christ after it was declared dead and buried. Power over the grave by sending his angels to remove the stone of the tomb where Jesus was buried. Look, I've been to Israel. I've seen tombstones over the tombs. Those are some solid rocks. And not only are they solid, but when they go in front of the door, they go into a little crevice, which dips down. 
to really seal the tomb and prevent anything from being able to roll it away without some massive manpower and ingenuity behind it. It took power to remove the stone from the grave of Jesus. That shows ultimate strength, ultimate power. And now today, God's still showing us his ultimate knowledge through Matthew 1.8. The cure for sin and death, judged by Jehovah in your place. And now he's lifted high and given a place of honor by Jehovah through the strength of Jehovah. This world is wrapped up in trying to find a cure for many different diseases. The government and media are pushing out this vaccine for COVID-19. Everyone wants a cure. That way they don't have to fear dying, or at least they don't have to fear dying a horrible death. Yet God sent the cure over 2,000 years ago and died on a cross. His name was Jesus Christ. He's the only God that's still alive today. The only God that ever overpowered death. The only cure that can overcome the fear of death. The first and the last, the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. Now, I don't say that so you discount all modern medicine. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that you should not get the COVID-19 vaccine. I'm not saying that you shouldn't try and protect yourself from sickness and disease. What I am saying is that those three preventative measures will not save you from death and torment. They might postpone the timeline, but they're not going to save you. This Easter weekend, I want you to remember that only Jesus is the vaccine to death from COVID. Only Jesus is the cure from death due to getting sick. Only Jesus gives life eternal. And if God had the power to judge his son and then raise him up to the highest place of authority through his strength, then please tell me what could you have possibly done that would have overpowered that kind of strength to where God couldn't save you? What have you possibly done that would prevent God from loving you? Here's an answer for you. Nothing. Which should bring you to a choice. Deuteronomy 30:19 is the perfect definition of that choice. I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Joshua 24, 15. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it's evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, then choose you this day whom you will serve, whether it's the God that your fathers served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. God had faith in you before you could ever have faith in him. And God's got so much faith in you that he gave you the choice, life or death. And then he tells you which is the better choice. Choose life. So I'm saying to you today, choose well. Think about it. On this Easter weekend, who will you choose? And if you feel that desire or that pull from the Holy Spirit that you don't know Jesus and you want to know Jesus, you want to be saved, then I invite you to make that confession to him today. Just remember, your confession doesn't save you. What saves you is the belief that Jesus took your punishment that he had the power to take all sin on the cross. 
that he had the power to take all the wrath of God on the cross, and then that he had the power to be raised from the grave. Not only that, it's the belief that Jesus does have the power to offer you eternal life and to be adopted into the family of Christ. That's what saves you. And if you truly believe that, then that's going to spark a desire to get to know him. That's going to spark a desire to start a real relationship with him. So spark up that conversation. Build that relationship. Pray and read his word. You don't need to understand everything right now. What you need is to get the word inside of you. Because trust me, it will come up at the most unexpected times when you need it the most. So Father, I come before you today and I thank you for your amazing word that you've given us. The power in which you hold all things together and give life. Jesus, I thank you for dying on a cross 2,000 years ago for every person so that we can actually have a choice to choose you. God, you don't send us to hell. We send ourselves when we reject Jesus. So for every person listening today that wants a relationship with you, Jesus, and doesn't want to have that fear of death and torment, I pray that your Holy Spirit surrounds each and every one of them and gives them a peace as they cry out to you, Jesus, save me. I believe, and I want to have a relationship with you. So Holy Spirit, place your seal on each and every person that said that statement and that means it in their heart. And continue the conversation with them and fuel the desire for them to have conversation with you. Thank you for reminding us about all of this on this Easter weekend. We love you. And I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, guys, that's all the time we have for this week. I hope that you enjoy your Easter weekend with your family and your friends. Have some good Easter egg hunts. Eat a lot of good food. That's my plan. If you want to support this ministry, just click in the link below or you can click the heart on the top of the podcast page. All of the donations that come in go to the list of ministries that you see and actively get the word of God out to people who need it. Thank you again for your time. And until next week, be bold, be strong, and be blessed. Jesus. Jesus.